Now, this is that thing again where, yep, we're on, we're on. We can start. I'm not going to sing this time. Right. Right, okay. Yeah, so we don't have the bells and whistles today. Um, well, I can get the bell from in there because I forgot <laughs> to get it, but um, we don't have the whistles, uh, which Chris provides. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go into the news, aren't we? Yeah. Should we say welcome? Welcome. No. Welcome to the show. Bong. Dates have been announced for this year's Halloween festival and Enchanted Christmas. Bong. You can now buy 30th anniversary spirit jerseys for your dogs. <laughs> the bong bong i don't know disneyland paris celebrated world health and safety at work day bong cruise ship the disney dream is spending the summer sailing the european waters for the first time in summer 2023 bong on may the 4th disneyland paris will celebrate star wars day bong an extension to Disney Premier Access has been announced called Premier Access Ultimate, which one time which grants one-time access to each of the 12 DPA attractions for 90 euros per day. That was the news. There was too much in that last news. I got another really exciting piece of news. Are you ready for it? Yeah. It's really exciting. Okay. It's five days to John Parker's first ever Disneyland Paris trip. I see in the chat. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. He's Um, staying at Newport Bay. I've been keeping up with it, John. I've been keeping up with it all. Bob was uh, first in the chat. He says, hello from Harrogate. Uh, And then slightly, no offence to anyone from Harrogate. It's a lovely place. But then uh, Rick says, hello from California. That's exciting. That is, that's exciting to us because we're in Yorkshire and we're like, Harrogate, bus ride away. But... Harrogate is beautiful. And if you've never been, I really do recommend you go to Harrogate. It's historic. Mm-hmm. They've got they've got an um an ancient spa, I think. Did the Romans used to dip the toes in that those waters? I don't know much about Harrogate, but it is a nice place. I'm going to do a roll call before it gets out of control. Hit so, them. hello to those uh, aforementioned people. Uh, hello again to Claire and Mike and Mark and Josh and Magical by Sarah. I think we know her well enough to call her Sarah. Susie's here, Ginger Fox is here, Caitlin's here, Lewis is here. Hello to everybody. It's the gang. I hope I didn't miss anybody there. Oh, actually, it keeps... You know, this chat, it keeps switching to top, but I want to see it all, so I switch to live. Lauren's here. Hi. So, hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Should we do some news? Do you know who isn't isn't here, though? Hi, Wits Wanderlust. Christopher. Christopher isn't here. Christopher is playing football in Filey. In Butlins. In Butlins. Yeah. I don't think he's playing. I think Very he's much the Disneyland of the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I want to say, if I look like a thumb to anyone, that's because I've had to shave because uh, I'm in a musical at the moment. And the reason we are later on today, you know, we usually do the 8.30 slot, is I have had a heck of a day. We knew that Chris wouldn't be here and then I didn't get home till, what was it, about 20 past eight. I got home. Might have been yeah. later, mm-hmm. later than that. Um, and I've just looked up at the screen and thought, my day is showing in my appearance. So I apologise if I'm not looking as polished as usual. It's, it's fine. You it's look magical. You look magical. Thank you. Dunn family's here. <laughs> he says, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Right. I like the hands up. Let's hands do some up. news, shall we? Yeah, yeah. 
We we were at, I want to know who this is. Rick was at the opening of Euro Disney in 1992. I was 10. And we are going this July. I can't wait. Rick, that is truly magical. I hope, this is my request of you, Rick. Find a photograph of yourself at that 1992 trip. And I want it recreating as close as possible. Outfits, poses, everything. Please, if you could do that for us, that would be amazing. Right. Sorry, Hugh, you're trying to be the sensible one this week. That doesn't usually happen. Yeah, you see, you know, I'm kind of scatterbrained and, uh, you know, I jump around and I interrupt and everything. But I do also keep things on on track. Yeah. So come on. I go off the rails. (laughs) So come on. Come on, come on, come on. Okay. (laughs) Let's do the news. Number one. Dates have been announced for this year's Halloween Festival and Enchanted Christmas. It is dates only. We don't know any of the details. They are calling calling it the same things. Halloween Festival and Enchanted Christmas, which usually suggests it's going to be pretty much a clone of the year before. They they tend to sort of rename the festivals when they reimagine them. But if you're interested, the dates are October 1st to November 6th. um, And that for Halloween, obvs, that's not Christmas time, is it? And it includes two Halloween soirees, one on the 29th and one on the 31st. So I'm glad they've kept... The multiple, because that was a new thing this year. But I thought after the success of last year, they might go to three or four. Dare I even say five Halloween soirees? What's what's the day off in the middle? Is that to clean up the mess? It must be. I don't know. Are those weekends, days or something? I think the truth is that Halloween just doesn't go on that long in Europe, does it? So, like, two days seems a bit of a stretch. Mm. Three. Um, and then Christmas... We keep it in our hearts all all the month of October, don't we? We are, we are Halloween crazy. We, we're we're we, Halloweenies. We are Halloweenies. We like it. We like the colour schemes. That's what's important. The oranges and the purples. We like Magical them. by Sarah's there for Halloween. Oh, uh, oh sorry, she's, well, there, she's there for Halloween crossover and for Christmas period. So she says, I'll get you some content. That's good. I'll get you some content. So Christmas is starting... November content. (laughs) November the 12th um, to January the 8th. That is, if anyone's interested, a couple of days longer than it usually goes on. I know that the year that we were there, it stopped on January the 5th. I think it might have stopped on January the 6th last year, January the 8th. They're pushing the boat out. Mm. I haven't looked when the weekends are. That's probably changing this. And they are doing the New Year's Eve party. You will be glad to know. We know nothing else. We know no prices. You can't book yet for these parties. But you have the dates for Yonder Diaries. There's so much going on in the chat, I can't even read it quick enough. But I think Hugh's taking notes of questions to ask later. So I'm just going to plough straight on. You can now buy 30th anniversary spirit jerseys for your dogs. What madness is this? Well, this madness is not new to Disney as a company. These have been available in the US for quite some time. It sounds like the kind of thing that would have started in Tokyo as well. They always go the extra mile. But obviously, they are flying off the shelves. So um, they've come over here to Paris and they've been spotted in Flora's. Um, which is in the middle on the right-hand side of Main Street. And uh, they've got a little sizing chart so you can work out what size your dog is. It must go from, like, teacup teacup Yorkie, like Johnny Depp's got. Toy Poodle. To um, Great Dane. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sizing chart, I presume. Mm Mm-hmm. Any any shout-outs and questions while I'm mid-news? Otherwise, I'm going to rattle really quick. Well, we've got quite an in-depth question. Um, I'm... 
but if we can't answer it, we can at least put it out there for people to uh, chip in on it. So, uh, question from Mark says, question for the girls. Uh, has anyone been to DLP with a, a child? Uh, sorry, been with child? This is, hang on with child. Not oh, with, a- with child. Pregnant, of course. My wife will be five months pregnant and uh, read about the ban she can get from City Hall. Wanted to know more. Now, our Sue's... Our friend Susie, and she is in the chat today, she did go, and I think that she was about five months pregnant, as I recall. You went in January, actually, so you probably weren't quite five months. I can't remember how old Dot is. So she did do a report for us at the time, um, and we we did a bit of a show on it. Wasn't, so Wasn't that the one that was... It, it was kind of pointless. Like, she had this pass, and it wasn't really doing much for her. Mm. Do you remember? There's a leaflet you can either get or, they, or they'll let you look at saying what rides you can and can't go on. There, mm. There's also signs at the beginning of every ride. Um, but yes, the, she did get a pass. And yeah, I seem to remember it being like anything that she could have used it on, it wasn't worth using. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sue's, uh, but yeah, throw it out there. Any feedback in the chat on that? Because uh, I don't know, personally do. That would be great. Yeah. Um, right, 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 right. I shall go on. I shall continue. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what? I just didn't, do it. Fact, I didn't... Fire ahead. You, I didn't put in the headlines. Looking at me for approval. Like, just go for it. I didn't put this in the headlines. Yeah. But it's big. Are you right. ready? Go on. Rumour has it on Twitter today to several sources doing pictures, the Pirate Galleon is open. What? Oh, really? Now, I remember this being open when I went as a child like vividly because it was a pirate galleon and you could climb all over it and like you would you would be on that wouldn't you and then i hand on heart can't remember when it shut we've seen a show on it we've yes we've seen a show on it but you as visitors aren't allowed on it and we were, always we, been we weren't on it the it. show was on it yeah um there was a jack there i was, know there was a, a jack was on there I it f- hasn't been open since 2016, I know that for a fact, because that's when we kind of started going again as parents. Now, when we went in our 20s, was it um, mm-hmm. was it open? Do you remember? Don't remember. Don't remember. Somebody could tell us, but it has been closed a long time. So this is big. Now, whether it'll stay open, whether there's a reason it's open, whether some somebody accidentally left the rope off and then people took photos on it, I don't know. It is still showing on the app as closed. So, interesting. Get there quick. Or as uh, Pete Werner would say from uh, the Diz, run, don't walk. <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing is that I love that because that's another like unique Paris thing that we've got in our arsenal is there's a flipping pirate galleon and you can go on it, you can play on it. I'm gonna have to put a language warning on this video now that you said that. For flipping? You did it again. It's only what you do to pancakes. Chill chill your beans. I'm joking, I'm joking. Okay. Um Right. We should continue. This is one of those news that's not news things, so you know, bear with me. Um Disneyland (laughs) Paris. Celebrated World Health and Safety at Work Day. Now, let's not scoff, Lucy. There's a a temptation here to scoff because it's uh, boring old health and safety. But I'll tell you, when health and safety goes wrong, it's anything but boring. What could happen, Hugh? No, I'm saying, well, people could could get trapped in a stairwell. 
and other such horrors. Sharp corners, <laughs> sharp corners are an issue. Yeah, I've just I've done a lot of health and safety at work this week. Now we, I'm a fire marshal. <laughs> yeah, and I I feel very safe knowing that you're the one in charge of the fire. I've been considering getting a uh, fire blanket for the house and maybe a little ex- ex- extinguisher. Everyone should have one, really. Yeah, you should. You should, particularly with my cooking. Yeah. Anyway, um, in true Disney form, this may seem like a, oh, how, how terribly flippant, but um, they did a little cavalcade led by Judy Hopps and they had their very own Disney fire brigade kind of walking there. They had a little celebrations of, of the um, maintenance people that keep Disneyland Paris safe and they had a little, little bit of an awareness, a special... Special moment. They had a like a, a Judy Hopps cavalcade. Yeah, because she keeps oh, us dear. all safe. I like the idea of that, of there being like dancers all in high vis. Yeah. You know, like leading the, the float. Yeah. I bet, yeah. And clipboards. Easy to find. And uh, frowns on the face going. Mm. Uh, yeah. We all love a good health and safety officer, don't we? Uh, well, yeah. Some of them. Right. Okay. Actually, I, I, sorry, I'm like, if anyone from work's watching, hours at work is actually very nice. Caitlin Jackson can't believe... And handsome. We don't have a fire extinguisher. Oh, really? Is, is this unusual? Do the, does everyone else have a fire extinguisher in the mm. house? I bet most people, I bet most UK people in the chat won't have one in their house. That, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting that out there. I'm willing to, to gamble that. Let's do a poll. No, um... It's, are, it's not something that most Brits would have in the house, although they should. Charlotte says no. <laughs> Can I tell a rather just classic Lucy embarrassing I'm kind get, of story? I'm getting one though, Caitlin. Um, Claire doesn't have one. We, when we were like 19 and 20, we're childhood see- sweethearts. We were at my parents' house and they were away for the week. And we were stood in the back garden and there was some um, land that was being cleared for some reason opposite and they'd been burning it during the day and as we stood there a little stream of smoke started going up and then got bigger and then a little it had been it'd been just left for hours and then it'd it, been it, like hot embers it re- reignited hours later like three mm. hours later so all of a sudden this scrubland ignited oh what do we do so we rung the fire brigade and I started getting buckets of water from the bathroom which was on a different floor of the house running up and down the uh, stairs getting... you, you offered a bucket of water but, to, to and then the... the fire brigade came with yeah. a fire truck and I went do you want me to get you a bucket so they could help me run to the bathroom yeah they said no we're, we're alright we've brought, <laughs> brought some with us uh, in the chat um, Charlotte doesn't have one Claire doesn't have one Sam says I do but only because I'm a fire marshal at work uh, which is you know why I said I'm mm. probably going to get one. Wits Wanderlust says, I have one, but I, brought the, I bought the wrong kind. Mike says, we've got one in the kitchen, but that's because I'm a weirdo. Ginger Fox doesn't have one. John Parker has one, but uh, they rent, so it's you know it's probably just, um, you know, it has to be provided. It's been left there, uh, yeah. Alex doesn't. <laughs> um, Caitlin says, do UK people not believe in fires? It's not that we don't believe in them. We're just, we're all flame retardant. <laughs> yeah. Bob Sangle's got one in his shed. <laughs> that, anyway, oh, but yeah. th- this worried me. Uh, Lewis said, "Nope." I even took the battery out of the smoke alarm. Now, Lewis, oh, c- come now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's sailing close to the wind. That Pop is. Pop that back in, please. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, do do people have them in the cars? So you uh, meant to says, have one in your car. She says that Caitlin, Caitlin's really concerned for the whole of the UK. She said, "Do you at least have a smoke carbon monoxide detector?" Yes, uh, we have both. I've only just fitted the carbon monoxide detector um, recently because we didn't have one. Um, and I just thought you're supposed to have one, so I, I bought one on my own, you know, of my own accord and put it 
above the boiler, mm. <laughs> in a room above the um, the boiler. Ginger Fox brings up a, a very valid point that US people don't have kettles. I don't know about people, but US hotel rooms don't have kettles. They have coffee machines <laughs> and we drink tea <laughs> so we we just want kettle and hot water and the amount of times i've seen people moan on disney groups mm. that they go to walt disney world and they can't make tea in the room yeah people take kettles on airplanes well, to make tea in the room i think there's a bit of a myth around british people and tea because i, I keep hearing uh, people saying oh everything in england stops at three o'clock for tea that is nonsense. Well, that's nonsense. It's nonsense. But the fact that people would rather have kettles than coffee machines and we I don't think drink, is quite accurate. We don't really drink tea, do we? Mm. Uh, uh, Anne says, we don't have one. If there's a fire, I'm getting out. <laughs> so there you go. Just getting out. This is how anyway, the Great yeah, Fire of London happened, isn't it? <laughs> right. Um, come on. <laughs> right. Ooh, cruise news. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hannah's suddenly panicked. She's gone, well, I need to bring a kettle to DLP. I think they have kettles in the room at DLP because the European and the no. Um, oh, and now we're having the, the coffee versus tea chat. Hey, dear. It's all fun and games this Sunday, isn't it? Um, cruise news. Cruise news. So, as you know, post-pandemic, the only way you could do a cruise ship is if it was... You didn't have to cross borders because everyone's COVID rules were so tight. And so Disney, who were not allowed to sail in the US, got around this in a way of making some ka-ching, came over to the UK and did the UK Disney Magic at Sea staycation cruises. I'm sure you're all aware of this. They just did little loops around the UK. We went on one. We had a magical time. It was glorious. Well, several things have happened since Number one is they've launched the Disney Wish. So these are the larger style cruise ships compared to the Disney Magic that we went on. They're much, much bigger. And the Disney Wish is now sailing out of Port Canaveral. So that gives them three of the larger ships doing the Caribbean and the Bahamas area. And they don't need it. That's number one. Number two, they worked out how many British people will pay to go on these cruise ships if they don't have to pay for flights first. So, the Disney Dream, which has previously been stationed uh, in Florida, is now coming to Southampton for the summer in summer 2023. So that's kind of good news. Now, the thing is, I did a little looking at this and the magic has always come to you. The, not the magic. The, mag the magic's already here. Um, but the magic ship has always come to Europe in the summer. And those... Um, itineraries have not been released for summer 2023 so whether the magic is doing something else or whether there's going to be two ships in Europe I'm not entirely sure the Dr Disney Dream is also doing some cruises from Barcelona and it's doing some Greek Isles cruises but it's doing several from Southampton so that's the new thing is it's going for the British British money so you can do four seven and ten night cruises leaving from Southampton you've got dates that include Spain France, um, the British Isles, Norway and Iceland all coming to and from Southampton. So that's a big boost for the UK market there. Um, now, I'm, I'm going to turn this over to Hugh. We have a little cruise history. We did the staycation for the first time. We booked and should be going on in 18 days the Disney Dream, this very ship, out of Port Canaveral to go to 
what do we call it, Castaway Key, mm-hmm. um, and do a three-nighter. But we had to cancel it because they require under-12s to be vaccinated and the UK hadn't cleared vaccines for the under-12s. So they now have done, but it's too late. So if another, regardless of money, if the ship came back to the UK, would you go on a cruise from the UK? To where? Exactly. Spain, France, British Isles, Norway or Iceland. Not yeah. all of them. Just one, I'd do it. Can we get off this time? Yes. Yeah, then. Yeah. Because I, I, when we discussed it, you said you'd do it again, but you mm. really, you associated cruising with, like, hot climates in the Bahamas and you were quite looking forward to Castaway Key and palm trees and It got things. quite warm on the deck for, uh, for the did. UK waters, didn't it? Say but we were sailing around Ireland. It was okay. Um, mm. But, yeah, I'd rather have a destination at the end of it. And any of those destinations would be good. Any of them. The British Isles is an interesting one because it stops at, like, Liverpool, which we can drive to in an hour. Well, an hour and a half. Yeah. But it also stops at Belfast and, I think, Cork and some places in Scotland that I can't remember. So I'm like, ah, we could just drive to those places. Would you pay for a cruise? I think that might be... It's not quite the same, is it, driving there? Well, Well, no, but I mean... (laughs) You sound like my dad. (laughs) No, but you wouldn't wouldn't be getting on that cruise ship for those destinations, I don't think. Mm. So if you were going to get on a cruise ship from Southampton, you could go to France or Norway or something. Yeah. So I feel like that British Isles cruise is more aimed at non-British residents who are going to fly in to Southampton. Maybe. Maybe. Would anyone on here go on a British Isles cruise? Maybe it's a cheaper option, I don't know. Is it cheaper? Because you're not going as far. Does it no, work? I don't does it, think Does it, it work that way? No, I don't <laughs> think it's cheaper at all. Yeah. When I was doing my little... I know this is a Disneyland Paris show, not a cruise show, but it's all relative. When I was it's going on to relative. try and get the details for the news, um, I was doing my whole, how much thing um about the the Norway ones which has always been a dream of mine and to do the 12 night transatlantic crossing 12 nights mm. from Dover to New York which does stop at Bermuda and I think it's Cadiz in Spain and so it does stop some places but then you've got like nine nights of stopping nowhere um it's actually a thousand pound cheaper than doing a seven night one to Norway and I thought ooh. That's interesting, because then that extra thousand would pay for your flights back, wouldn't it? But mm. Mm, that's appealing to me. Have you got any prices? Lewis is uh, saying, um, how pricey are these cruises? Right. At the moment, it's saying from. There is no full prices available, I don't believe, certainly not when I was looking. So um, I think that like the four night ones were from 2,400, but that will be a very limited number of cabins and they will be inside cabins. Now, that's not a bad price for a four-night Disney cruise, particularly if they are in the summer holidays when it's going to be quite height. But that um, that price will go up quickly. That will be the lowest of the low. Sam's saying, uh, I think given food and drink is included, uh, I guess it isn't too awful, but then I don't know what ordinary cruises are. Um, we went on one when you were prego, didn't we? And it was... Uh, Ordinary cruises are significantly cheaper. We went on a very cheap cruise line, though, deliberately. It was like just... We we wanted to get away, but I wanted at the to same, be in a safe at the, place. At the, at the same level, you are paying a premium for the, the Disney brand. You Oh, you really are. For this, you know, the, the, the same level of service and 
you know, food offerings. The thing is, paying more. with the transatlantic one, the 12-night transatlantic one, is it was from 3,495 or something pounds. So, and that would include food. And you think how much Disney food costs for 12 nights and how much a Disney hotel would cost. I think that is an absolute bargain to the point where I'm like, can we afford that? But no, no, we can't. I mean, we'd be losing money if we didn't go on. I know. I uh, know. How can you not? Max says, only the Molly Brown for me. And then Andrew says, uh, it's the Nautilus for him. Oh. The Nautilus. Quick question. What's if your- you had to spend a whole day in Disneyland Paris and you could only either go round and round on the Molly Brown or you had to stay down in the Nautilus. It, come on. It's going to be the Molly Brown, no matter how much you like the, like the Nautilus. Oh, the Nautilus is so cool, though. Yeah, but, but would you, you would get go- vitamin D deficiency, Would you want to go around you? it all day long? No. True. Yeah. Right. right. So. Okay. So May the 4th is Star Wars Day. True that. Um, yeah. So... I guess it's just the one day, isn't it? And they've got um, meet and greets. They are encouraging people to dress up on the day, which is not something... Full that, costume. It's not something normally saying. encouraged, is it? So, uh, but yeah, have they stipulated how far you can take that beyond Disney bounding? No, if it, it's we'll say it be the same rules as parties, I presume, which mm. is um, no masks, I think, that actually cover your face. You can wear full makeup and everything. No masks. And then I think no it's masks. No, no weapons. No masks So you know, stormtrooper helmets and things. But I'm not sure it's weapons. I think it's... I don't want to say pointy objects. They, they do wave... Pointy stick. They do word it in a way that's like... Because I don't know. I don't know. There are rules. Look into it if you're interested. Um... <laughs> There will be meet and greets from Darth Vader, Chewbacca, R2-D2 and Boba Fett. Is Boba Fett a new meet and greet for Paris? Or was he there at... Oh. He might have been there during Season of the Force, might he? I feel like we would have attempted to have gone to see him. Grogu? Not that the set telling me. I've heard Grogu's doing something. Yeah, the, I think that's in Galaxy's Edge. They've got a little... Anim- um, a smart meat, haven't they? I wouldn't say animatronic, but it's more than that. It's oh, it's, it's, a, it's a magic shot with Grogu. Oh yeah, they've got magic shots, but I've seen them mm. like develop develop him. Right, they've presented him at places. There's going to be first order shows and marches. I just want to highly recommend a Chewbacca meet and greet. By the way, it's one of my favourite ones I've ever done. Yeah. He's so he's when so we met soft. Darth Vader. Just be warned, um, he, <coughs> he he won't choke you at your request. And uh, me and my friend pretended that we were being choked, and uh, he just said, um, "I don't think so." <laughs> so he just he wouldn't choke us, would he? If there's people listening, not watching, that wasn't the magic of sound editing. Hugh just did that into his tiki cup. I did it into my cup. <laughs> um, uh, there's going to be yep Star Wars inspired treats at Cafe Hyperion and the Hyperion Cart. And the cooling station. Mm. Which uh, which one is the one opposite uh, the Hyperion? Uh, opposite Buzz? Is that, cool, is that the cooling cool station? Cooling station. I tried to get a Darth Vader. No, I tried to get a Han Solo and Carbonite or something else. Maybe it was a Darth Vader waffle, I can't remember. And they, they ran out, so we had to settle for Mickey Biscuits. So they better, you know, get stocking up this time. I would highly recommend the Darth Vader waffles. From opposite the Hyperion. 
I, I was very disappointed. Well, actually, it, they tasted the same, but they changed them back to Mickey's last time we went. And I'm yeah. like, I want my Vader waffles. I want a taste of the dark side, baby. Disney Illuminations will also pay tribute mm. to Star Wars. Lots going on. Do you know one of the best nighttime spectaculars I, I've seen, mm. I don't know if you agree, was when we did Season of the Force and they did it on the Tower of Terror and it was like yeah. a laser show. But it's the music. I mean, it's like proper back of the throat moment, that, and, isn't and it? And even if there's bits of the, you know, various trilogies that you, you're not so keen on, I'm trying to be diplomatic here. Uh, as soon as they put it together in a package like that, it all it all looks amazing. Yeah. You're like, oh, do you know what? Yeah. You know, when you see a little montage of the prequels, you think, yeah, I'm on board. I'm going to watch them all again. Mm. Then you watch 10 minutes of it and you're like, oh, oh yeah. Claire has just said, and she's talking about the meet and greet um, outside Star Tours, Darth Vader walks out and gets you himself. He mm. terrified me. And then he spoke in French only to my brother. He ignored me and we didn't have a clue what was going on. Now, to be fair, he spoke in English to us. Um, I believe it is some kind of pre-recorded AI thing because the voice is very good. He is huge and very intimidating and I would recommend you warn children or you try and make it a bit silly because he's even though we're adults and we kind of know what the magic is his mere presence is genuinely quite mm. intimidating isn't it I was saying last week that I'm not one for the meet and greets but uh occasionally I will and Darth Vader uh I wanted to to do all the talking I wanted to make a video and everything and um it was just all about Bonnie, wasn't it? And she was kind of yeah. hanging back and I was trying to get involved, but in the end I just had to stand back and it was all about her um, disagreeing. Uh, she wasn't going to join him to rule the galaxy. No. <laughs> she said no. Oh, Claire says the poor little boy behind them cried. Oh. And they're not intending to make you cry. This isn't a cruel, awful thing, but he's just, just he, he's big and wise. Just the and... mere sight of him when he yeah. comes out is so imposing that uh, you can be taken quite aback. Absolutely. Right, we're getting on to a meaty subject now. This this is going to ruffle some feathers and I'm actually really a bit sad that Chris isn't here because Chris has always got some really good insights when we talk about this kind of thing. Well, I will today in his, oh, yeah. in his absence. I'll have great now, insights. I am expecting, Hugh, for you to have Chris-level analysis of this situation. We always say, you're the brains, Chris is the heart, and I'm the gob. But I'll try and engage some some brain and heart this time. Okay. So, we all know, last year, Disneyland Paris, in their infinite wisdom, introduced Disney Premier Access. Replacing the Fast Pass. So, this is, you do it on your phone, you can buy it instantly, you book a slot and you pay per ride. So you stood outside Space Mountain, you look and it says 45 minutes and you go, not waiting 45 minutes on my phone, eight euros, boom, you can skip the line. Mm. Um, so you can't pre-purchase it, you can't pre-plan it. It's very much a impulse buy thing, which I think was very clever and has probably resulted in a lot of people paying it. Um, but that's the current situation. Now, fast passes were never as prevalent uh, in Paris as they were in the US parks. We only had about eight rides, I think, that had them, something like that. I could count. A little, uh, little machine at the entrance of the ride. Paper take thing. a little ticket, come and, back at a half, half an might, hour slot. As Paris regulars, we might get one, one a day or we might just not bother because... 
you didn't need them to enjoy the park at all and not the way I feel like you do in the US parks. Um, so this is annoying and it's annoying that they've got a kind of two-tier system but it really didn't affect our last two trips at all, did it? We almost used it. Um, now, I'm cheap, very mm. cheap and uh, and we, you know, we always said like we, we refused to do it but we wanted to do it for the show Mm. And did we try and do Tower of Terror? And we just couldn't get one. It just wasn't working. It just, it just wouldn't, wouldn't let us book one. Yeah. So that's frustrating, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, the system's pretty robust at Disney World, isn't it? Like, mm. you don't go on and it just says, mm, it's down, the system's down. I mean, I, I mean, it does, you know. But, like, this was the one time we tried it and we, could, we could, just couldn't do it. Neither of us. Uh, yeah, the... the- They've not quite found the feet with technology. I know they've kept threatening to do virtual queues and then they last a, last a week or so and then they disappear. And mm-mm-mm. Anyway, so the latest news, and it was actually kind of rumoured by Walt Disney World News Tonight um, a couple of weeks ago and I retweeted it, but I didn't use it as news because, love them, they're notoriously unreliable as a news source to say they're called news tonight. But they were right. The extension to Disney Premier Access is now Disney Premier Access Ultimate. And for a price of 90 euros a day, either purchased in advance or on the day, you can do it either way, you get one-time access to each of the 12 DPA attractions. Now it's 12 because they've added for reasons I don't know, Route 66. We did talk about that when they did it, I know. And it made us go, all right. I mean, that's just, that seems a bit, it doesn't seem very genuine, doesn't it? You know, adding that, which has such a big capacity, like loading capacity, hasn't it? Yeah, the speed it goes at, the weight. I mean, I think if on a really busy day, it'll get to 20 minutes, you know, it's it's, it's a strange one, it's a strange one. But I wonder if that it's was... baffling, that one. In retrospect now... That might have been in advance of this because if they're going to sell something for 90 euros a day, they want to have as many things as possible on it. Now, I don't think people will pay the one-time fee because I can't imagine them ever getting there and it being worth it. But if you put it on a list of things that you can get with your ultimate pass, it just seems all the better, doesn't it? So now, okay... So you don't have to book times. You don't have to book times or plan. You can just get this one day and in that day you can just go to the front of each of these 12 queues but you can only do each ride once Mm -hmm. so in the days of paper fast passes the one ride that we would abuse the system on a bit would be Buzz Lightyear we would go on in early magic hours get a fast pass but go on again when the queue was still low enough to go on by the time we came out the queue would be long but we would have a fast pass and then we would go in and get another fast pass go on starters and then we could go on again just because we wanted to beat beat each other's scores this was a bit of a thing so you can't do that anymore it's a one time only but thing is is it worth it well yes i suppose if you can do 12 e-list attractions and just walk to the front of every queue, no planning, no noodling on your phone, no nothing. Yes, that's worth 90 euros, but... Each? For a family of four who are already staying in Disney hotels, you know, I think it's a 95 euro... 95 euro day ticket is is how much a day ticket costs. So it's doubled the price of your day ticket if you're not on any kind of... it could go up on certain days. Yes. 
It could. And eventually it's going to go up anyway, isn't it? You know, in a couple of years, it'll, they'll, they'll increase that price anyway, no doubt. Did, did other people hear it when my laptop makes noises like that? Um, anyway, they heard me talk about it, so... I'm going to say no. Right. Um, so, it, I mean, the, the thing is, again, I don't think this will make too much of a difference to yours and our trips to Disneyland Paris because I don't think there'll be such a massive uptake on this that it will affect the standby queues. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. I mean, I've, the- I've said this twice before, but uh, as you know, I like to say it's one of my greatest hits. Um, we're starting to get to Fast Pass before. You would see someone being let through in the Fast Pass queue and you'd go, oh, well, fair enough. Fair enough, Fast Pass. But now you go, oh, look, they've paid more than us. Yeah. And it's creating a divide. Isn't yeah, it? I don't like that. They did hear it. It was just a message popping up on my laptop, but it, it kind of it took me out of the moment. Um, so it, yeah, it's this two uh, two tier society, is what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah. And the, I mean, there's always been things you can pay for in Disney parks if you want to pay for dessert parties, character meals, expensive things like that. Um, but it's kind of. You come to Disneyland Paris or any Disney park and you get the sights, the sounds, the entertainment and the rides. And then everything else is up to you, what you pay for, the merch, the, like, say, character meals, experiences and things. But when they start taking those things and putting a price on them, it's not even about the affecting other guests or anything like that it's just a really bad look it just it leaves a bit of a bad taste in the mouth it doesn't make you feel like as a guest you your experience is the most important thing to disney that's what it is and i always felt like that about disney it's like they really care how every moment of my day goes now i think they care to the extent but they care more about people who pay more and you, that's really saddening you're always reaching out you you're saving up and you you're reaching for a like a decent hotel or a good experience and then and then it's always just out of sight and then there's just that little extra 90 euros on top and you're like i, I can't quite reach the ultimate mm. experience mm. um caitlin says that price is banana crackers i think well <laughs> no, I'm glad it's that much though, Caitlin. Because if it was less, it, more people would buy it. I think if you priced that at like forty euros a day, it would it would just go like hotcakes. It's a rich man's game. That's it. It would basically be a compulsory add-on to your ticket if you wanted to ride yeah. rides. Like, I'm not unaware of the fact that we are privileged enough to oh, to, to be able to, to be able to go and to be able to save up and to go to these places. And then we're quibbling over this extra money. But um, at the same time, you know, we do save up, you know, for these trips. And uh, just, just being asked to, to, to add that little bit more, or not, well, quite a lot more mm. on, it's, uh, it's disheartening. You see, I think Hugh can speak to the honesty of this. I put all my extra money, all my extra money that some of you might spend on clothes, hairdressers, furniture, whatever you like to pay spend your money yeah, on. That's why we're sat on cardboard boxes. Uh, yeah, well, you're just, but... Wooden crates. Um, 
I spend all my extra money on Disney and it just goes, I've got a Disney savings account and I just put the money into there constantly and Hugh knows I'm not exaggerating and there's so many things we need that I don't get because all this money's going in the Disney account and when you do that, and you know, I know it's very sad. You do that, and you know how, and you you look at prices. You know how much it costs, and then they just keep pulling the rug from under under you. I mean, I'm talking really about the US trips now, but when they get rid of um, Magical Express, well, you've no choice but to pay for that now. You've no choice. You can't fly to uh, from the airport to the resort and when they take away magic bands well you feel like well I've no choice I'm gonna have to buy another magic band because the batteries are out on hours and Mm. you know it's it's not good it's not good now in this case my only consolation is that I don't think it will directly affect us it we won't buy it so it won't increase the price of our trip and I don't think other people buying it will affect us too much but some comments in the chat um I've lost it now. Uh, Claire says she saw a TikTok of someone walking through the lightning lane at Space Mountain in Walt Disney World that called people poor and other insults. Oh, sorry. So someone was walking through the queue and sort of, you know, making mm. making fun of the people who were having to queue. That's not that's. Horrible. And what's horrible. that? Fifteen dollars a day. You know. Oh, big spender. She's at the happiest, most magical places on earth. You shouldn't be shouldn't be doing that. Uh, Andrew says the World of Dreams tour is twelve thousand dollars, so there's always something to pay for. Oh, good, Andrew. I shall save up for that. Um, so I, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's fine. Um, it's no surprise whatsoever, though. I mean, the the trend has been going. How could we get more money out of this? How could we get more money out of this? I don't think it'll affect us. It just doesn't. It just doesn't feel good. It just doesn't feel nice. I think the the worst one for me out of all of this is the charging for parking at Disney World uh, resorts. Would you know when that got worse? That's just is when I realised. <laughs> and correct yeah. me on prices, but I realised that value resorts it was fifteen dollars a day. Moderate resorts for 20 and mm. deluxe for 25. For this, because just you, to park a car. You cannot justify that... <laughs> it's a premium one, experience. Yeah, one piece of tarmac costs more than another piece of tarmac, no matter how you package it. I know you can do that with the hotels, but not with the tarmac. Mm. So all they're saying is, you're richer, so you can afford to give us more money. Mm. That's all the saying with the deluxe resorts. And that is, that's gross. You don't get... I mean, that's really gross. You don't get $10 a day... More service do no. you, in parking your car in a car park, do you? No. Or do you? Ginger foxes. <clears throat> Sorry, are, parking lot to uh, American listeners. Are people we car park. paying for these uh, fast passes? Ginger fox says. Now we've heard no official figures on this from Paris. Um, there's I've heard rumours and analysis, but not nothing really concrete. Now. The availability of it would suggest not a lot, really. No, it's not like the sell... Because they can sell out, and it's not like they're selling out until three hours in the future. Most people can pretty much get one for the time slot that they're in. But someone did say that um, at the end of the evening at uh, Big Thunder Mountain, they did see a lot of people going down the fast pass lane. Now, what I suspect has happened then is... It's quarter nine or whenever it is that the park's closing. You look at the queue and it says 60 minutes and you think, we want to get back to the hotel. Do we queue for 60 minutes or do we just pay this? And they've just gone, let's just pay that. 
at the end of the night. Um, so I think that there's perks at certain times in certain tactics. I don't think that they are maybe being hotcakes, as it were, which is why it doesn't affect the regular person's uh, trip, which is why they're not selling. It's kind of a, you know, it's a snake eating its tail, isn't it? Things like that. Ugh, makes us grumpy. Anyway, that's the end of what we've got to plan to talk about. So that gives you 17 minutes to ask us anything you want. Not a minute longer. Or for us to talk about anything you want. We, did, we, we haven't heard anything um, back about Mark's question about... Um pregnant ladies pass have we I think Sue's was in at the beginning of the chat she must have popped off we'll 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 get some info for you but if you look back we did do a show on it and it will have been been um January 2019 she went so it was probably February 2019 I think Magical by Sarah says I'd opt for single rider first as Ratatouille was only five minutes wait yep definitely yeah single riders uh a good one if you can if you can do that on a ride definitely go for that it is and you can do it together like you know if people don't know what that is you can always do it together it just means you're not guaranteed to sit together or you you're very unlikely to sit together aren't you it you're my, just filling up gaps yeah if you're not bothered i love a single rider line well quite often it's on the um rides that bonnie doesn't want to go on so it's convenient for us as well that kind of you just pop off and do a single rider isn't it mm. or we take it in turns um, Mark's just said, guys. I'm doing that because he put a dash after it, so it felt like he was going... Guys, guys, guys. 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 You've only got to look at the price of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. 6K for two nights. No thanks. I think Disney are a little out of touch with the masses. Right, two things here. First of all, now that it's open, having seen the number of equity actors they've got. I can understand why it's expensive. I think it is too expensive, but I, you can see where the money is going. The second thing is, I do recommend you listen to the Disney Dish podcast. It's an absolutely stellar podcast. But one feature that they do regularly is if people get sent um, surveys... They ask people to send them the surveys that they've been sent by Disney yeah. because you can tell a lot about what Disney are thinking by what questions they're asking. And quite recently, there's been a lot of surveys asking for people's household income, which everyone gets all the time from all sorts of companies. But these start at um, 100K per year or less being the first option. And then it goes 100 to 200K, 200 to 300K, 300 to So basically, they're not trying to work out how much you earn. They're trying to percent, they're trying to work out in which portion of the top 5% are you. That's what they're really... And they go right up to like, you know, seven-figure salary kind of things. So it used to be, you know, is it 20,000? Is it... 40,000, no. So we just I just think they're aiming all their experiences to people with incomes of over 100K, basically. I, Chris is here. Hi, Chris. Our glorious Christopher is here. We're missing you. We want your feedback on this fast pass situation. Yeah. I don't know if you've read into it. If you can put something in the chat, we, everyone, everyone is gagging to hear. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say about that? Star, Star Cruiser prices. Hmm. Oh, that's it. Um, even if you can afford it, you can you can scrape the money together now. You're almost getting to a situation where I'm going to feel a bit like, do we belong here? 
are we the sort of the poor? Oh, we're definitely the, the poor Disney the, fans. The poor relations who are like, you know, like, I'm going to feel like I've won a competition to be there and, you know, everyone's got more money than us. Yeah. Starting to feel like that. But there'll be, most people there will be like us. They'll, you know, they'll, they'll be able to afford to go, but... Um, and you know, once you're there, the price of food's going up. It's it's all bonkers. Anyway, let's not think about that. Just keep right, opening is, uh, our veins. Chris has just got back in from the pub. Oh, nice. So he's only stopping for a bit. Well, we're nearly finished, Chris. Um, <laughs> D- Magical by Sarah says, do you know when the Disneyland Hotel is reopening or has it not been announced yet? To my knowledge, it hasn't been announced. It is also thick in construction. We're getting a lot of construction updates for it. But to the point where it still looks pretty scaffolded and ripped out. And I don't think they tend to start taking bookings until they can be certain they can fulfil them. So I think it'll be a while yet before we'll get a date. I've, I've seen a few people pointing out... Uh, was it Chris that pointed out that it looks like uh, like a wizard or a witch? The the new logo for the Disneyland oh, yeah. Hotel. I like that logo. <laughs> I do, actually. I've, I've seen some people... Uh, Slagging it off, but I think it's, it does the trick. Mm. Yeah, Chris says um, about the the um, Premier Access Ultimate. It says it was inevitable, yeah, and I won't be buying it. Yeah, queuing for the win. Yeah, that's that's pretty much where we got to on it, wasn't it? Do you know what? Oh, Chris, oh yeah, that's it. It looks like the Fonz. Chris said, but the Fonz in a witch's hat. Very good. Because you know the the logo looks like it's got his thumbs up, doesn't it? I can't decide. I've got another tips video brewing Mm -hmm. and it was going to be going to Disney with small children. And now I'm thinking it might just be talking about cues, not necessarily tips for cues. Do you mean young children or tiny children? Like your little, little... Polly Pockets. Thumbelina children. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, so I don't know. Now I'm I'm swaying towards doing a queuing video because it seems to be fresh in everyone's in everyone's chatting. Queuing? What do you mean queuing? Just a, a video about queues, which which move quickly. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, I was going to do a tips video for queues, but now I'm just like yeah. let's <clears throat> let's talk about queues because I think it worries a lot of people. We when, should we should do a special uh, show about queues when Chris is when 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 we're all yeah. when we're all here. Which are the nicest cues? Yeah. Which cues move quickly? Yeah. How much you should be waiting for certain things? Yeah. Don't get in a small world queue when it's 45 minutes. I've, Don't bother. I heard a tip about Phantom Manor because you can turn left or right when you go in there. Is that true? Um, and it's better to go one way or the other because most Europeans will go one way and as a Brit, we're more, more likely to go another way. That type of thing. I need to look that up. Right. But uh, but at the same time, I don't want to tell everybody. <laughs> no. Do you think we've got that big enough listenership that they're all going to get in your pull. way? Can you imagine? Yeah. yeah. Just being in a massive queue, being really grumpy and everyone going, oh, look, it's uh, it's you guys. And uh, and being like, oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and I brought you all here. <laughs> That'd be great. We'd have a party. Um, Chris says, yay, cues. When are we all here? Is it still just lads? Yeah, me and Chris... It's just lads next Chris, week. Chris and I are doing a, a bro show next week. And I think, Chris... Well, I'll I'll chat to you separately, but uh, yeah, I think we should really bro it up next week. Mark says, do one for pregnant women. Hardly any insight on the yeah. web. I might I might get Susan on the job with that one, Mark, because I... I have been pregnant, but not in Disneyland Paris. And um, maybe we can join forces on that one. And before you go, I will try. John is breaking my heart here. I mean, I haven't been this upset since uh, the Mango Whip went. 
and he's saying he, he heard it on the DLP report podcast that their Pim Kitchen in Avengers Campus is a buffet restaurant and not quick service. Seems like a mistake. No giant chocolate bar. It would make sense. We're not getting that chocolate. There's no way we're getting that giant chocolate bar. I'm just telling you, know, it's, it's not happening. It, right, this is the timeline of, of Lucy's understanding. When it, when Restaurant de Stars first closed and all the plans were announced, I presumed it would be a buffet one because Restaurant de Stars was. Um, and then they opened California and they had Pim Kitchen there. And I was like, oh... I wonder if ours is going to be like that. Never any announcement say it was. And it does make sense that it's going to be a buffet restaurant because they sell dining plans, standard dining plans that you can only use in the standard buffet restaurants and they've just lost a massive one. And the um, studios in general has lost a moderate dining experience. You've pretty much just got Remy and Studio One. They can sell them in the gift shop. Yeah. Giant chocolate bar. Yeah, gift it, shop it. It honestly, do you know what it might do? Do you know what it might do? We can but hope. They might do both because um, they could share what used to be a blockbuster cafe. They can share a kitchen with that and they can do a quick service end and a buffet restaurant end. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm spitballing here. Pauline says, uh, Sam for God did a video where she did all the premier access rides in one day and queued for them all. Um, How did that go? Yeah, well, I, I want to watch that. I Should we watch that tonight? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. We're going to watch that, Pauline. Thanks. Yeah, yes. I like Sam for God's videos, so that'll be good. Yeah. Um, I'm still hoping the other one is a buffet and Pim qu- uh, becomes a quick service. We can but hope. Um, I think it's. I think they, I think they'll both be Pim. Personally, personally, Pim. But there'll just be two ends of the same restaurant. There are other examples of this. It's Pim's o'clock. Can't think of any right now. Um, mm, right. She did it in midday on a Sunday in the summer. Made it right. so realistic. Yeah, because that would be quite hard work. We need to do challenges when we when we go away next time. We do. Challenges. Well, we're doing my 40th birthday challenge, aren't we? Yeah. Um, cast members which we will be vlogging I'm going to just grab I've been showing this on the Patreon after show party podcast um, but I'm going to show it to you now because I've been working on my um, Mirabelle skirt I'll talk about it for people who are just listening I'm just going to grab it ow Chris uh, says he's now packing to go home whilst Lucas who should really be in bed is playing Robobox it's a very unusual Sunday. I'll tell you all about Butlins next week. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. We've got a poorly child upstairs, which is not good. Mm. She's a bit... Right, here we go. Hang on, what can they see? No, I can't see anything. Can we hold... Hang on, my feed's behind. Right, I can't possibly tell you what you can see because our feed is behind, but... I am embroidering myself a Mirabelle skirt. I reckon I'm about half done. We go to Disney World. You can still talk us through it. Yeah. So we've got a little Mirabelle face there. It says uh, Madrigal there. That says absolutely nothing because I couldn't read what it said on the skirt. So I just made some shapes. Um, What, this? Yeah. It says Lon. Yeah. Or Len. (laughs) It's not meant to say anything. We've got the tiger up there. He still needs the black bits putting on. A rain cloud, which represents, um, 
I can't remember the character's name, the auntie, and some swirls and swiggles and things like that. So I'm about half done, but I just wanted to show you how it was going because I've been sitting, sitting at work embroidering that for some of today. I have been working as well, but in between. So yay, I'm rather proud. I will keep you updated on how that goes. Oh, Chris has a Star Wars show and tell from the amusement arcades next week. That's good. We look forward to it. Oh, oh I hope it's I hope it's um, knockoff. <laughs> I love a knockoff Star Wars toy. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. S- space battles. I love all the stuff you can get with tickets in amusement arcades. They're always so delightfully terrible. Mm. Yeah, people are liking your uh, your, your skirt. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm liking my skirt. Um, do you think that with the expansion of the studios, we'll be able to cover two parks at the same on the same day? I presume that is. That's Lefteris. Um, Asking that. Do you think what that with expansions of studios, we will still be able to cover two when parks? When it is all the- done, I, I think it'll be a full day park, but that's when you've got Star Wars and Arendelle and Avengers Campus and what we've got now. If we're still getting Star Wars. Um, I think it'll be a... I think, oh yeah, we've discussed that. How we are, aren't we? We are getting four new land, three new lands, though. We did specify that, didn't we? It will be a full day park then. However, because they're doing it in phases, I don't think that Avengers Campus will make it a full day park. In fact, it won't because it'll go back to the size it was before. Yeah. And even though the rides, I think, will be better <clears throat> and the uh, meeting, there'll be meet and greets there, there'll be a bit more entertainment, it's not going to add an extra four hours onto what it's been. I heard about the Iron Man roller coaster today. It's going to be more like a sort of flight training academy style ride with like other flying characters featuring like Captain Marvel and things. So mm. there's a bit more of a narrative to it by the sound of it rather than just being like a Iron Man roller coaster. Although there was always going to be some kind of story wasn't there because Disney's all about storytelling Hugh I just can't wait for the lake I just thought about it then I thought when this expansion's finished and you can walk down an avenue and there'll be a big lake can you imagine how amazing that's going to be oh I'm so excited I am so excited I'm happy for you oh yeah (laughs) um that was my enthusiasm for a second there it was uh, inspiring good right we we're getting to the end of our hour now. We've got two minutes left. So anybody, anybody who's got one last quick question, if not, we're going to rock on over to the Patreon after party where we talk about other things. We might talk about Moon Knight, might we? Yes. Because we haven't... Are we doing that today? The Patreon after party we are, yes. Are we? Oh, okay. Yes. Um, and Sorry, I, looked, I sounded a bit like, you know... I think... Annoyed about it, but I just I didn't realise that's all. <laughs> because it's just me and you, we might talk Walt Disney World as well, because we are now 18 days away from our Walt Disney World trip, aren't we? Mm. So we've got things to talk about. Right. Well, Lefterist is just saying another question. Can you explain to me the Premier Access and Standby Access, if they still exist? Last time I visited the park, they were still having the free Fast Passes. So Premier Access replaces Fast Pass, and it's Fast Pass, but you pay for it. And you buy it on your phone. And then you can get a deal now where you can pay for all the 12 feature rides, uh, including uh, Tram Tour, <laughs> for 90 euros. Charlotte's just... It's just, it's just paid fastback. But, um, so what's... what's standby access Stand, is... Standby um, is just join a queue. Just queue him. The standby queue is just the queue, as, yeah. it, as it were. Um, we, need to, yeah, we need some feedback as to whether or not... Um, 
people are thinking the uh, standby queues are getting longer because of people using Premier Access. I don't think they are, are they yet? I mean, I've never been to Paris where I have thought that the standby queues are thoroughly unmanageable. Mm. I mean, there are rides we don't go on often, like Big Thunder Mountain, because it does get really long queues. And if you're going for your first or only time, you will want to go on those rides. <clears throat> but I, I firmly believe you can do it without it. Charlotte's asking about the toll roads. Uh, we did, we um, rather than do it now, we did do a whole travel show. And we probably discussed it in detail there because I, I do the tolls and I get quite nervous about it, which is ridiculous because there's nothing to be afraid of. Um, I'm just trying to think, uh, if you search for like 37 Disney Street travel... Um, I will say as well that um, Chris... I'm just checking to see if that's the best... Chris is planning on doing a tips video and he, he, he was planning on doing a driving one because he drives to yeah. Paris as well. So I'll see if I can chivvy him up with that. Oh, we, Yeah, we did a travel special. So if you search for 37 Disney Street travel um it's uh, the thumbnails has tra- travel special on it so maybe search for travel special uh, the dunn family says 42 euros both ways was it that much maybe i can't remember i don't i'm driving so i don't actually pay for the tolls who does that can't remember um all i know is uh, it's it's fine i think i did it on my card actually last time we did it didn't i yeah you know, just so I'm like not going, oh. Burn the plastic so, and don't think. Yeah, it's weird how the road suddenly opens out. Mm. And then it, and then it's a free-for-all as everyone sort of gets back together afterwards. Lefteris, the next live sh- uh, live stream will be uh, next Sunday and it will be 8.30, but I won't be there. Okay? Bro show. Yes, it, so it's going to be a bro-only show. Chris has scoped uh, out the driving video, but just not as, uh, he's not had a chance to do it. He'll do, right. it, he'll do it soon. That's cool. Um, that's three premier rides on Tower of Terror. Yes, what the tolls? <laughs> <laughs> that was quick maths. Well done. Sorry, that was Mark who said that. That's fast math. I I need to. I can get sucked into this chat so easily. So we're going to go and record the Patreon after show party. That's kind of what I'm calling it now. We never agreed to that. Um, but for now, thank you very much for joining us and uh, we will I won't see you next week but the boys will so that's been Hugh I've been Lucy good night bye pals